0: Hey, everybody, it's Jillian Barbary. And of course, Liz joins me today for Ask Jillian. And I'm with one of my very good friends. And I know in Hollywood, they say, oh, you know saying? oh shut up. Everybody's good friends. But she truly is in my life for the past, oh, my God, over 20 years. Oh, my God. You might know her from, like, well, Inside Edition, which you are Chasing Bad Guys with Lipstick and Heels, <laughs> your NFL, Monday Night NFL Football, which was massive, Best Damn Sports Show, Lisa Guerrero's with me before I run down your entire career, <laughs> and before that, Soap Opera Actress, she was on Sunset Beach, did you know that, Liz? She looks like a soap opera yes, actress. Yes, you Ooh, do- Thank you. I was a villainess. <gasps>
1: Oh, that's had juicy. Oh, I was sleeping with all these people. Right on. And I'm like a homewrecker. Oh, those are the days. Thief. Did you Jeez.
2: murder anybody? How did you... Bump, bump, bum. Did you get killed? How did I you did. end up? I did. I
1: got... Well, th- at the time... So Aaron Spelling... This is an Aaron Spelling show. Oh, good And one. he brought me on in order to be like the female J.R. Ewing. Because remember when... Who shot J.R. was a big Oh my God, thing? it was massive. So what they had me do is for one year, my character... Tortured, bribed, blackmailed, <laughs> um, slept with people uh, she created enemies everywhere with all the ten major characters, so wow. that at the end of this year, my character gets killed off and but it was a who done i didn't know who did it because everybody had Motivate, a lot of motivation to kill me off. <laughs> you were and diabolical. So that di- it, it. Was the best role. I and bet. the funniest thing is, they couldn't just kill me because she was such a spectacular character. They had wheeled out this. <laughs> it was like this big birthday party, and they had me in a cake, and I had already been shot. I'm in a leather cat suit, <laughs> so I'm bleeding in the middle of this cake, and I pop out of the cake in front of all the characters and point. <laughs> you did it. You killed me. And then I fall out of the cake. And nobody oh knows, God. and the audience do- doesn't know who I pointed at. Oh, that's so it was spectacular! Oh, right. so that's amazing. And
0: were you? Was the character a Latina, or they didn't? Yeah. Write? So okay, the character. First, this is a funny story. I originally auditioned
1: for the role of a rape victim on this show, named Maria, and I went all the way to the screen test. I got to the screen test, and I just decided I was going to play a victim as not a victim. And I, you know, barge onto this, you know, this scene and all the actresses that had tested had been crying blah, blah, and I was furious about the rape and I didn't get the role, but Aaron Spelling saw it and he said, this woman is not a victim. I'm going to write a role for her. And his oh favorite gosh. film was Gilda oh. starring Rita oh. Hayworth. And so my character, Francesca Vargas was based on Gilda. And Gilda she was, was a European, Latina, by the way. She yeah, was she part, was. Yeah, yes, she, she was. People don't know that because yes. they go, oh, yeah, what, what was the name, name of the
0: show? I mean, is it on Sunset Hulu? Sunset Beach. It, oh, it was. Oh, yeah. Sunset, Sunset Beach. It was, it was an set NBC. in like uh, Santa Barbara. Or so. No, Sunset, I mean, sun, was here. Sunset Beach. Be, here?
1: Yeah, Sunset Beach. So it's oh. supposed to be like Southern California Beach town. Right. But I was a European jewel thief. And my of boyfriend course. was. Course. Of course. Yes. It makes <laughs> all the sense in the world. And Eddie Cyprian was my love interest. Ooh. So I got to yeah, kiss he was on fun. him a
0: lot. Yeah, that was fun. That's oh, the one with Brandy and then Leanne Rhimes, right? Yes. Yes. He's hot. I did a Toyota so racing hot. thing with him. He's really good looking.
1: We need a reunion show so I can kiss him again. <laughs> <laughs> How and then did
0: have they ever, rhymes go ape shit on you. Did yes. they ever reveal who did kill you? Yes. Um oh, Gregory Gregory killed me.
2: What did you do the to patriarch. Gregory that he felt like you needed to be killed? I was blackmailing his
1: daughter.
0: Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. You sound pretty bad. I was very bad. But it's fun to play that, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, That was best because you got to just torture people and you laugh at it. It was funny. She had the
0: funny lines and it was good. So then, okay, so you do that. That was the first acting and what a big, huge acting part that was for Aaron Spelling. It doesn't get any bigger than that. Yeah, that was my first contract. But you stepped out of the box. You didn't play her as a victim. You're like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to play her as angry. Okay. Mm -hmm. That makes people stand out. And I think that's a whole other TED talk. But you then... How do you transition from that to... Okay, so the other interesting thing that happened was
1: the day that I got the offer from Aaron Spelling to play Francesca, I got an offer from CBS2 to be a sportscaster here locally on the exact same day. I was at Gladstones on PCH with my acting class friends and I get a phone call from my manager saying, you're not going to believe this. We've got an offer for you for Sunset Beach on NBC." and an offer for you to be the first female sportscaster on CBS 2 in Los Angeles. Why did they approach you as a broadcaster? I had wanted to do both in my career. So I created one headshot and resume as Lisa Coles, an actress, which is my dad's last name, and another Lisa Guerrero as a sportscaster because I was told Mm -hmm. I couldn't do both. So I got two different agents. They didn't know that I had the other agent. And I went on auditions and jobs as Lisa Coles, the actress, and Lisa Guerrero, the broadcaster. I didn't even know all this. Very smart. The same day I got an offer for this. <laughs> so if you watch, if you watch a Sunset Beach credits, I'm listed as Lisa Guerrero Coles because I combined my names because we were able to work out a deal where Monday through Friday, I worked for NBC as Francesca on Sunset Beach. And on Saturday and Sunday, I was a sportscaster with Jim Hill on CBS, too. Wow. So I worked seven Busy. days a week yeah, for an entire year. Oh, my gosh. Straight. I did not have a day off.
0: But does it, did you feel that you didn't have a day off? Or did no, you feel like that? No, it Yeah, one of my, the exactly.
1: best years of my
0: life. Yeah. I loved it. I'm like you, Jillian. Yeah. I mean, we love Find to work. you love. And we love to work. Yeah. And so from there, wow, that's quite an interesting, you're doing the soap and you're doing, you're so right, you weren't able to do both at a time. I remember it was like pick one or the other and I was like, oh shit, all right, well, okay. And then acting stuff just sort of happened after that, but it takes a while to do both at once is very rare, I would imagine. It was really rare and I I don't
1: think they'd let, Lawyers will let you do that now. this was twenty years ago, but um, it, it was a huge opportunity for me because yeah. I got my feet wet in sports and, and acting at, and acting, and at the end of that year, I got an offer for a film in Toronto, and I got a full-time contract offer with cBS two so I chose broadcasting, yeah and now I look back and I still have dabbled in acting, but I look I, I often think, what if
0: I would have picked the film? so you decide on broadcasting and then so then I become a sportscaster, like full-time. Yeah. Wow. And, that went, and you, you were passionate about sports I to begin with. I love
1: sports. Well, yeah. I was raised by a single dad. I was a huge sports fan. I loved, especially Southern California sports, Dodgers, Lakers, Clippers, you know, USC football, UCLA hoops. I mean, I love sports. I still do. I'm a huge Rams fan former Rams cheerleader. so Married uh, a baseball player. Married a baseball player. Jeez. Yeah. So my I, I love sports. So it was natural. It was not work to me. It was mm-hmm. fun. And, you know, I got to basically be on the sidelines or be up in the press box and hard free Dodger dogs. Fun. It was fun. And it was you knew, so fun. How yeah. would you
2: learn all those facts or they just came naturally to you because of your passion or your
1: upbringing. obsession? Yeah. yeah. I grew up, you know, my dad taught me how to score baseball games up in the stands. And, you know, we, we grew up in San Diego. So my first team was the Chargers. and I loved Dan Pfau. And Eric Coriel and mm-hmm. I just learned sports organically, like a little boy would, if he loved sports. Because you know, my dad
0: put me in sports, and I went to the games with him, and I watched everything. So I just picked it up. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, the your parents' story because your mom came from Chile mm-hmm. and she, immigrant. She was an immigrant and came here, and she passed away when Lisa was what eight, eight nine, eight. eight. Mm-hmm. She was twenty nine. Yeah, my mom was <gasps> twenty nine. I know she
1: died of lymphoma, and my dad was of course a very young dad. I have a little brother that was six oh. so my dad at 30 has like a six-year-old and an eight-year-old by himself in san diego Can all their families imagine? like in in the south and in south america and chicago all the, you know very far away so my dad was a social worker for the salvation army quit his job becomes a consultant for the salvation army so he could work at home and became a stay-at-home dad for my little brother and i we went to every concert every game it's amazing he's and he's still my best friend
0: i talk to him every day Oh, that's yeah.
1: incredible. 81 years
0: old. And, and he still posts going like strong. beautiful pictures of Huntington Beach, the tiger yeah, writer, poet. I mean, poet. so young that your mother
2: passed
1: away. Yeah. It's incredible, right? I mean, you don't have the sense of that when you're that small, you don't get it. But now I just look back, I'm like, oh, wow, 29 years old. I mean, it's that's shocking. incredibly young. I had a brother oh, that was crazy. eight years old.
2: My father passed away, but he was 58. 29 I mean how quickly did she get diagnosed from into her passing
1: she found out at Christmas Eve and she was gone by Valentine's Eve
0: (gasps) is that crazy yeah she just didn't know it that's incredibly fast yeah do you think that has any? Because I know you didn't want kids. Because Liz was asking me, "Oh, did Lisa have any kids?" And I'm like, "Nope, didn't want to." Do you think that had anything to do with that? You know, I, it could have. S- I don't know subconsciously. I guess maybe. They say.
1: But my dad would tease me. He was he would say when I was little. And so this is before my mom died. He would say that I didn't want to play with um, baby dolls. I wanted to play with Barbie dolls, and I would never be like, "Oh, I want to get married. I want to have babies." I would be practicing my autograph. When I was like little, really little. So (laughs) I think I was just like this. (laughs) (laughs) this I mean, I I love other people's kids. I love Ruby and Rocco. I mean, I love that. They
0: love you. Um, But just not for me. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I get it. I think that that's more, you know, I I always wondered if you could do it all. And I'm a big believer that you cannot. I don't believe you can have a happy marriage and great kids and a job. and, and, And no, there's always one thing that suffers, if not more. It's usually not.
2: All at At the same time, right? It's usually, if something's going great in your life, something else is maybe not going as
0: well. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I find that too. Yeah. Especially as you get older, like crazy things start to happen. Oh my gosh, your body breaks down. People you know are... You know, Break it down. Yeah, it's just... It's, <laughs> you, it's
2: brutal. Speaking of, I think uh, Jillian showed me a video. So you mentioned you were a Rams cheerleader. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we, <laughs>
0: now, here's the amazing ago, thing. Yeah. You just... All of these former cheerleaders... That's what you showed me. Just <laughs> went on the field with the... Rams cheerleaders now. I mean, it's crazy. You we guys choreographed a, a whole... It was great. <laughs> we had an alumni
1: performance for a pregame show for Monday Night Football. And, recently. and you've been on and both
0: sides. Like You've been a cheerleader yes. and you work Monday Night Football. It's <laughs> <Yeah, this laughs> weird, right? We are like, hey, assholes up there. Remember when you guys fired my ass for no reason? <laughs> and back, back in the stand, <laughs> Can't back. get rid of me. <laughs> and now I'm wearing my uniform. My leotard. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> it's so funny. But you really...
1: really I was mean, just talking about getting older and things. I mean, it's just things don't work like they used to. First of all, you don't look like you used to but it's just you do because you're,
0: you're everything fit properly <laughs> yeah I'm like Spanx. what did you wear With... he, her uniform from the no, 80s no
1: no we wore oh. like um, we wore <laughs> leggings
0: <laughs> they're like what are those figure skaters <laughs> doing on the field <laughs> we
1: wear leggings no they, they cover up the old broads <laughs> as they should I
2: like Jody said she wore costume days I'm like where's <laughs> that photo
1: I did well actually when you... the Rams first came back three years ago Inside Edition did a story about me you meeting being, the new cheerleaders yeah. in my old uniform. So I did wear my there old uniform go. three go. years ago. Here she comes. That picture does it's exist. It's down to her <laughs> knees, everybody. Because
0: so <laughs> now they do crop tops. I mean, it's, you know, oh, it's Lord. Crazy. Yeah,
1: no, no. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> ship has sailed. Uh, no, I saw you recently for one of your birthdays and you had gone to Hawaii with your friends and you posted uh, bathing suit shots and you just did. Filters. No, and you just did, you did Playboy like 10 years ago. Oh, you know, wow. it's, I'm holding it together okay. Yeah, you are. You know, and I do
1: work out and I do, you know, try to be reasonable. Although I do drink stairs. my wine. But we, we I love you know, our wine. I love
0: our wine. But you do do the stairs in I, your neighborhood. I which have are been good.
1: Plenty. I've been really good about that, you know, and I, I have noticed a difference. So not only just physically, but I feel better when you work my, out. Yes, I do there's something to that the and you
0: don't have your your fit is that a fitbit you normally wear no. the thing that tells you your steps no i broke it and, oh. and you know <laughs> to hell with that really
1: i just think like I, i'm just gonna work out until i'm exhausted and then go home yeah that's it yeah you know, i don't need to like be tracking i don't weigh myself i don't like blah blah blah, 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 blah. no yeah. no just like, i think too many people do. every other day i try to get a good sweat in and then go home and drink
0: wine yeah Lots of wine. Happiness. All right, let's take a little time out for our sponsor. If you've ever wondered, how can I earn this much money and still have so much debt? You're not alone. Debt has a way of creeping up on you. Listen, there's no shame in it. Bills add up. Mortgage, medical, dental, car, and that's not even the fun stuff like entertainment. The key is to pay down your debt, and I've got the answer, bestegg.com. They've got great rates, and now is the perfect time to do it. Use your best egg personal loan to pay off those bills and credit cards. It's a smart way to hit back at the crazy interest rates that can ruin your credit rating. Now imagine paying everything off and having one easy low monthly payment. How awesome is that? Consumers rated Best Egg 4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs for their super online loan app. And it only takes a minute. Plus there's no impact on your credit score. Now upon approval, funds can be transferred in as little as one business day. So get your bills under control. Bank what you save and take that vacation you deserve. Visit bestegg.com slash Jillian. That's bestegg.com slash Jillian. So now when you and I traveled to (laughs) London. We decided a couple years ago we were going to go for the Christmas holidays. Mm. I didn't have the kids. It was an off year. We had so much fun. Best vacation. Best vacation ever. ever. And so I was going to meet some of my birth family there. And Lisa was really yeah. So my my dad where he was born and raised and then Because you were adopted.
2: People don't know. You were adopted and that's where your birth father is from.
0: Yes. So he was born and raised in England. And then so we ended up going to uh, my cousin, second cousin's house, and then we talked to Donovan and his wife, my cousin, second cousin, third, on the phone. Anyway, it was a really lovely evening, and we had a great time.
1: And your your relatives are like stars. Like you yeah, have yeah. you have like stardom in your family.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. amazing. Yeah, with the Rolling Stones and yes. yes. Um, my favorite story is. My yes, so this this woman, my cousin, was with Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones for seven years, and they have a son. And then she ended up marrying Donovan, and they've been together for fifty years because Brian has been dead for forty five or yeah, forty five years. Oh wow, maybe even longer. But anyway, long story. Lisa was like, "Oh, this is the address for the house. You're going in." And she's like, "Knock on the door. There's a wreath." And I'm like, (sighs) "Oh, I don't know." And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, just do it." I swear, it's like out of a movie. I knock on the door. It might as well been The Holiday or Notting Hill. They open the door. They're like yes, love. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be really weird. But <laughs> my, my birth dad was born and raised in here. They're like, lovely. Come on in. You want a spot of tea? You want? Me I was like, oh, Lisa, hi. I'm like, come Can in. My friend it's come. amazing.
1: It was, they were so kind. And we were, you were so beside yourself. Yeah, It was the sweetest
0: thing. It was so cool. So these were strangers when you knocked on the door. They just happened oh, yeah. to be living where your father was, or they was born bought and the raised. House. They oh. bought the house like many years later. Of course, many. Yeah. Because he moved to Canada in the 60s, I think. And you never got to meet him before he passed away, right? No. Yeah. But you would talk to him on the on phone. The phone. And well, you were here for a lot of that when he would send me yeah. gifts and they would smell like cigarette smoke. And I would put it outside for like I mean, a week. you couldn't have it in a, a week. House. I would put it outside for a week and I'd walk back in. I'd go, oh my God, it's still stinking up the joint. I just had a vision one time he sent you a
2: beautiful book. I, I, you know, that was the art book. And oh, I opened oh. it up and
0: I think literally in
2: entrapped it was, in you, it with a ingested. cloud of smoke I, mean, it, <laughs> I opened the book it was like Poof! <laughs> and it was like the entire room and it did not dissipate for like hours. I go, Julie, this can't be, and you had cats. I mean, there are other smells in the house. And I was like, this cannot even be indoors.
0: It was was like, it
1: like cigarette smoke? Was it yes. pipe smoke? A oh, cigar? Cigarette. Exactly.
0: Like I wish Old it were school, a pipe right? or something yeah. like, you know, you know like cherry tobacco. Clothes or something an exotic. This was horrendous. No. So yes, uns- sadly this everything like he sent. a marble red blown on <laughs> the page, closed, <laughs> wrapped, sent across the United
2: States. were oh, We were dying.
0: No, but (laughs) it was bad. And I didn't even feel bad throwing it out. I was like, okay, I know I've never met you and you are my birth father, but trash. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyway, so that was a great trip. But on that trip, Lisa and I both talked a lot about everything going on with Me Too. It just started and it was, you know, Fox News, Fox Sports, people we know. Yeah, because, you know, she was not only at ABC, Monday Night Football, but you were at the Best Damn Sports Show, which I think was probably the best show at the mm. time, because you you guys got to get away with a lot. You had a lot of fun.
1: A two-hour live show to a studio audience with sports stars and movie stars. Yeah. And everybody on our panel was, uh, you know, an alumni sports star. And then there was Tom Arnold, the comic. Mm-hmm. And me, I was the chick. And every day we'd have like, you know, Ben Affleck would come in. And we'd have Shaquille O'Neal. And it was just this two-hour live you know, anything goes. Kind of blend of it was comedy back and when news. You
0: could say big sports stars and actors and me, the chick. Like, isn't that? it's <laughs> yeah. true. Like, yeah. that's, it's like yeah. and she doesn't mean it in a bad way. No, and but I that's what it like, was. Yeah, sure. That's what TV was. It just, it was great if you came in a nice package, but if you, you knew what you were talking about, it floored them. And if you were good on the spot, live or were mm-hmm. funny in any way, it was just they were like, "Yep, done." And we both, and we knew all the same, because you were people. working
1: at at Fox Network, mm-hmm. and it's like we knew all the same people. Yeah. Jillian, were you doing Sunday Fox NFL at that time? Uh, this might have been right before. before. Uh, right okay. before. Okay. This might have been right before. Yeah. But what was interesting is that as we were talking in London, we were like, wait, that happened to me too. So we, you know, there was, you know, sexual harassment, mm-hmm. um, you know, really inappropriate goings on. And it's like... Well, uh, Oh, this happened to me. But wait, this happened happened? to me. Did that guy do this to you? Oh, yes, it did. And there's this whole culture there at Fox Sports that I am convinced still exists. And, you know, they've explored thoroughly with Bombshell and with, you know, all Mm -hmm. the, you know, Ronan Farrow. There's been a Mm -hmm. a lot of exploration about Fox News and the culture there. But, you know, there's definitely that culture at Fox Sports as well.
0: Are you surprised that it hasn't been... Shocked. Uncovered or... Shocked. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm
1: an investigative reporter and if I wasn't part of the story, you I'd be investigating sto- this, yeah. but I'm actually part of the story because yeah, I, know. I was one of the women that was, you know, treated very badly there. Yeah. And so at the end of my second contract, I left and, and that's when I got Monday night football on ABC. So then I jumped It worked out beautifully. It worked out fine for me, but for other people, it didn't. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know, unless there's like a change at the top, that stuff doesn't go away. So I'm very sure true. that that still exists there.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sure it does in in different connotations. Do you know what I mean? Like new people. I've heard about makeup artists and getting settlements for. Oh yeah, and I'm like huge Wait, settlements. What? Yeah,
1: guys pulling out their. Yeah.
0: You know. Yep. Yep.
2: Did you have yep. anything, Jillian, while you were at Fox? I don't remember you ever telling me that was like you know. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you. I always say you have a sense of humor that I, I would think
0: people would be.
2: They would think it was very. You were comfortable with that type of humor, right?
0: But also, what happens is like. I always tell the story of Terry Bradshaw saying like, you know, girl, where'd your butt go? Because I was doing that skating show and I dropped so much weight and I lost my boobs and my butt. And he's like, where'd they go? I'm like, oh, they'll be back once my show, the show's been done in like a month. Don't worry, they'll be coming back. Like we had a great rapport. And nowadays it would be looked at as probably I'd be sexually harassing him. I don't know. I feel like it's a different world we're oh, living such in. such a fine line, though, because when you do comedy and
1: entertainment and there's, you know, sports and, and double entendre, I mean, I it just, it's hard to know where that line is. But, I mean, I certainly knew when it was being crossed when it came to me. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, when I, when I, for example, I lost a job, I was passed over for the Super Bowl because I didn't sleep with my boss. One mm-hmm. of my bosses. And so there, there are
0: things like that that happened. So that is clear. Yeah, one of the stories. Wrongdoing. But, yeah, you know. we figured some stuff out in London. That, Together, whoa, yeah. Like we were, cro- wait a second, we crossed paths there. And I'm like, that's interesting because this happened. And one of them is the guy, and we, unbeknownst to both of us, but I saw the guy that she's referring to come out of a bar at 2 a.m. when I was at the Super Bowl in Louisiana with the girl that got her job. Now, I didn't know either of them separately because, you know, we had met. But mm-hmm. I would have no reason to tell her. And then the, she's telling me this, and I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, what Super Bowl? Hold up. I Whoa, yeah, I was Orleans, in New Orleans yeah. with both of them, because mm-hmm. I worked at Fox Sports, too. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're starting to put the brain. pieces of the puzzle together. And we put it together. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I was there the night that that girl slept with him. I know yeah, exactly I think who it, she is. And It
2: would even be a smaller club, the one that you were both part of, being yeah. in sports and women. And, yes, yeah, right. Yeah. Versus yeah. just just broadcasting. And we were yeah. probably right.
0: the, one of the first to have the women come up, right? Because, I mean, there was always the uh, Jane Kennedys and the Willow Bays. Yes, but, right? Uh,
1: yes. I think we were the first. Okay, so somebody explained to me that, you know, I'll, I'll, I certainly wasn't the first female sportscaster, broadcaster, but I was the first one to actually be on a set with men arguing about sports. So I didn't present right. the news. I didn't do sports. like feature, like, okay, sit down with a, an athlete and ask him some softball questions. I was actually asking Barry Bonds if he did steroids. I was actually pissing off Um, you know, Kurt Schilling, I was, you know, in the middle of these really tough situations with athletes. And then I was arguing with the athletes on our set about whether or not, you know, the MLB should go on strike, that it doesn't just hurt the players, or the coaches, or even the fans, it hurts the people that work at the stadiums, you know, that lose their jobs. So you know, I would be getting into sports controversies Mm -hmm. every day. And there had never been a woman that had done that before. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. And then you had a completely unique Pioneering experience because you were the first one that was able to be like a comedian and a a personality. Obviously, you did the weather, but mm-hmm. you were so much more than that. You're an well, entertainer that was in the sports world and beautiful. So you know, while you're doing
0: FHM, Maxim, and you're you know doing the morning show, you were smart you're doing Playboy ins- and getting paid. Not me, a fucking moron. I passed them <laughs> up four times. you did. I did like a. Freaking idiot. Anyway, but you know, we both had really unique careers at the time, and that those careers
1: probably couldn't happen today. Mm -hmm. They were just, you know, we were. I was plucked completely
0: by you know David Hill, uh, Fox Sports, and he called up the station and he said, "I watch you in the morning." Well, that's not true. He had his lady called me and they're like we're calling from david hill's office and i blew it off and then the third time he's like what are you doing are they a very daft or this is a very good ploy to get me to call you <laughs> i'm like yeah it's the latter obviously uh but he ended up being a great uh, you know he saw my talent and he just said i'm bringing her to the nfl and i don't care what anyone said and we took a lot of shit for it um and they tried to protect me from a lot of the stuff because hbo sports would do stuff like it was just it was stupid you know um, there's always haters there's always Christine always. Brennan hater always hater yep. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was I'll never forget the quote it was the NFL needs Jillian Barbary like a fish needs a bicycle and I was like you know what she just <laughs> insult me or because I like fish but um, <laughs> she was and I remember thinking wait wh- why are they coming after me I do a fucking three minute weather segment like how big of a because it's a boys club so any yeah. girl any woman in it is yeah. gonna stand out oh how about and how sexist is this yeah when HBO Sports came, the NFL did not tell me they were coming. So I'm walking in the parking lot with all my clothes. It's four in the morning, no makeup, obviously, and I'm chilling. And and I go, oh, are you guys here for Jay Moore? Because Jay Moore had just started working on the show, mm. the actor. And they're like, nope. And I was like, oh. And I just went to my dressing room. Then I find out very last minute through maybe Scott Ackerson or something. Yeah, they're doing a whole thing on the um, show today. Well, here's what they did. They took Terry and they took... Jimmy and it was either JB or Kurt at the time I think it was JB and maybe Chris Collinsworth and they interviewed them all on the set in different parts of the set some were lit some were on the main stage where they have the faux football field they interviewed me in the makeup room how fucking sexist is that and I say that not no I was I didn't think about it back then but you know my personality I don't get I do my own makeup I just do my hair Mm -hmm. So it, Bernard Goldberg made it look like it was this big, like, but does the NFL really, do? why is Jillian Barber, you know, why the fuck is Jimmy Kimmel there to do right. a fun or Frank Caliendo? They're doing right. a funny Personality segment. Driven uh, people bet on features. the games, assholes. They want weather, the weather, uh, yeah, dummy. Yeah. So weather has impact. Everyone who was treating it like a scandal, I couldn't understand. And that included Bryant Gumbel's show. And from then on, I was like, they're dead to me. However, when I did, it aired, Bryant Gumbel said the greatest thing to... Bernard Goldberg he said so wait a minute if the fans like Jillian and the management's happy with Jillian what's the problem he goes well there is one he goes so there's no Jillian because they called it the Jillian factor Mm -hmm. and they just tried to make it all about like sexiness and you don't know your shit and I'm like wait a second I've done weather for 15 years I think I know what I'm talking about but people don't know that and so especially women women are the hardest on women y'all know who you are you assholes they can be the worst. Men might right. have their sexual they can I'm not trying to you know, make it light, but the women, if they're in a power position and they're petty in any way, you're fucked. They will mess with your career to no end. And this is why, Jillian, you're a
1: girl's girl. And I've told this story before um, multiple times and I've told you how much this mattered to me at the time. But during that that time that you were on Fox, I was now on Monday Night Football doing sidelines. Oh, lines, yeah, for sure. And I was ripped to shreds. They would do stories about whether or not I was wearing red nail polish and it distracted Believe from this. the. I mean, oh, yeah. it, there what was year so is this? Exactly. many. Issues. So, you know, of course, I wasn't allowed to, you know, I was too glamorous. My boobs were too big. It was like there was one thing after the other. And of course, if I made a mistake on camera, it's because clearly I don't know football. Yeah, you ding dong. Instead of, oh, she misspoke, obviously. You know, she did yeah. 10 other reports that game about that same.
0: Whatever. Issue. And she did it fine 10 times with the 11th. Yeah.
1: Right. So at one point, I was just getting so much shit that it was. It, it, It was, I I literally thought I'm going to have to quit this job. I was so depressed. It was awful. There was a guy that criticized me all the time on Monday Night Football. And he wrote for a national newspaper. And all he did was criticize me. Oh, God. I hate that guy. That yeah. guy. He was horrible to me. Horrible yeah. to me. Once they get a bee in their bonnet the reason, about you. Yeah. yeah, he was the reason I was fired, I think. Okay. But they, at write, any rate-
0: they write stories and then they just inject you into them. Like they've already got the idea and they uh, they, uh, they don't want and you to. There was never like, you know, Lisa Guerrero did sports for over a decade no. before she got Monday Night Football. No. Instead,
1: I think you said they handed the microphone to a professional cheerleader and you're like oh shit! Even I was I, one of I'd those, been a but... cheerleader 15 years prior, yeah, but not when I, you know, it wasn't yeah. like I put down my pom poms and yeah, they, and gra- gra- handed I grabbed me the microphone. Monday Night Football. You ran yeah. off you the field, there, there, was the mic. Ten, yeah. there was a decade of me actually working yeah. local, regional, and national sports before I got to ABC. So at any rate, just I was yeah. getting killed. So but unfair. then it got to the point where it was so bad. That I was made fun of on your show, that whoever the comic was at the time—I forget who it was, that it was it was on the
0: NFL pregame show. This is one of the big show I'm talking about. Yeah, and and they
1: came out, and I was watching, and I was of course devastated and, and, and completely humiliated. And it, they go back to you on the set. It was you and JB, mm-hmm. and you said, "Look." I know her. I know Lisa and she knows her sports. I've known her for a long time. She knows football. That was really unfair. That was on for Four And you were like really upset. And then JB jumped in too. And to your defense. Uh, to my defense. Such a
0: good person. Both
1: of you. And then that was shocking in TV because I worked for ABC at the time. You guys were on Fox at yeah, the time. Yeah, big rivalry. And there were things written about that. Jillian Barbary stands mm-hmm. up for Lisa Guerrero. And I, I just cried after that. I couldn't Aww. believe how it meant so much to me. And that's yeah, the and- difference between you and other women in the mm-hmm. In our business.
0: And we know we've met those women, we've worked with those women, we've worked for those women. And I will work with them any day more than work for them because they have been the worst in my career, at least. And I think, you know, it goes back to what that asshole from New York wrote, where, you know, here's a guy that if you're hot, he's like, I can't, does not fucking compute. She knows the game too. She's got hot tits and a pretty face. I can't compute. They've got to have yeah. like the hot girl mm-hmm. who's a fucking dumb as a box of rocks. And then they got to have the uglier girl who's smart. So they're like, Oh, I can focus on what you're saying. Cause I'm not distracted by your tits or your face. So it's those guys that they can't, Imagine the two coming in one package. Well, that's what's really confusing to a lot of people
1: about our careers. And I, you know, now I'm an investigative reporter and I uncover, you know, crimes
0: and scams oh. and, you know, people have been put in prison Crazy. because of the stories that we've yeah, done. She's put people in prison in this, and yet, brought things to light that weren't, I mean, horrible, like dentists doing disgusting things to kids, like pulling their teeth out with any Novocaine. You did that story? Yes. So disturbing. That one sort of haunted me, but yeah. I did not know it was you. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. But, you know, it I've been doing- me too investigations for 10 years now. But what's interesting is early People on... People tried to
0: kill her they try to run her over and everything yeah i get it's, death threats yeah, it's but ridiculous. but what's
1: hard for these guys this certain person that we're talking about these kind of men which yeah. aren't all men but these no. types of men is of that them, it's no. hard for them to uh, to take you seriously as a journalist as a person mm-hmm. and then like understand that yeah i was i also was in playboy yeah what and wait i remember I don't at one point i won two national press club awards which is a huge honor national Massive, investigative so way, i'm in washington yeah, dc huge. Accepting these awards, and I look out over this audience, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm probably the only person that's been in Playboy and won mm. a National Press Club award. <laughs> but you know what? It's okay. Yeah, it it's is okay, okay for women to be able to double. It's you know, not funny. Okay, sexy super impressive. And yeah. it's actually very impressive. Yeah, but, you know, there's still people that you know. I didn't get a big job on another network recently because of you know, that, that connection still to Playboy, even though Jeez. that was, you know, a long time ago, was over a decade ago, but it, you know, the, it's really hard for people to understand that women can be smart and funny and,
0: yeah, and sure. you know, sexy, but to all other of it. Women, like, I get that. I don't know why men don't. It's pretty simple. It's not, you know, but they don't. Yeah. It's and easier to categorize you and just put that's you That's what a I'm box. saying, you know? And it's like the whole even the hashtag me too, you know, Matt Damon got in so much shit recently because he said, well, they're varying degrees and he got blown. I'm like, but he's right. He's I mean, right. I'm yeah. sorry. What Terry Bradshaw said to me is a lot different than a guy taking his dick out and sticking it your face, which happened to my friend who got a lot of money for it from Fox because huh, you got bad people working there, Fox. That's what's going to happen. Bill O'Reilly. It wasn't Bill who did that, but Bill paid <laughs> he out. He did 34. other stuff. Yeah. yeah no, he this guy was the, heading up the Latin um, part and he uh, did that to her. Right, and anyway, bottom line is that it just sucks. It's the way it is, and people have to realize there are varying degrees of me too. I'm sorry, there are. Like what happened to uh, Asia Argento? You know, she was raped, right, by Harvey Weinstein allegedly. Till he goes to trial, right. I guess. Right. Um, are you still working as a broadcaster, Lisa? I mean, Inside yeah, Edition Inside is her Edition. whole, and that's
1: where you're doing the investigative reporting. Yeah, correct. And that's like yeah. 12 years. Yeah. Um, let's see. I, they, weirdly, again, they hired me. I did the cover of Playboy. They did a story about me at 40 doing the cover of Playboy. And then they offered me a job as a, a West Coast correspondent. So I did a bunch of entertainment stories. But I looked over at the investigative unit and I said, that's what I want to do. And my mm. boss finally gave me a shot. And so I've been doing this for 10 years now, investigative reporting. And we're number one. Um, oh, yeah, we have so 5 million great. viewers a night. We passed up Entertainment Tonight last year. So now we're number one in syndicated news magazines. And we have a huge following online on YouTube where the kids yeah. watch our investigations. Like They'll Rocco. Watch,
0: yeah, they watch her in, you know, like you would watch the karaoke, the, you know, <laughs> carpool karaoke, you know, in, in segments. Right. And yeah, my, my kids love to watch all of that. But I also think you do, they're really educational stories, too, in the sense, like she goes undercover, so you don't really know it's her. Yeah, do you ever feel She's like dressed as a old woman. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, of course. And, you know, we just did a story recently that hasn't aired yet that- had to do with drug dealers, I can tell you that much. And it's very dangerous, you know. I've had a gun pulled out on me before. I've, I've been hit by a car. It's very dangerous. Whoa, but whoa, it's yeah. really, it's, whoa, whoa, whoa. you know, know. it's, Wait
2: a minute. it's <laughs> work that, you
1: know, it's journalism. And if you're, if, if real journalists are out in the field doing their job, uncovering wrongdoing, there's going to be people that are doing some bad stuff yeah. that you're going to come in contact with. And the whole purpose of what I do is to ask them tough questions. And you can't do that through a publicist and, you know, Mm. give me a press release. And in the olden days, Mike Wallace used to do this. Mm -hmm. He would do what they used to call ambush journalism. And, you know, we don't use that term anymore. Obviously, we call them unscheduled interviews. But it's the same concept, which is you're going out (sighs) there in the community and you're finding wrongdoing, you're finding scams and crimes, and you're holding somebody accountable. I like to call it accountability journalism. And more people should try it. Yes, How Amen. did you get hit by a car? We were doing a story on another dentist, a different dentist, who was taking advantage of English as a second language um, community in Phoenix. And these parents spoke Spanish. And he was taking advantage of Medicaid. And, and because they have a great deal of respect for doctors, he was bringing in all these kids, not using um, anesthesia, oh. uh, pulling out too many teeth, oh and then then charging Medicaid, and these parents didn't know what to do, so they contacted. Um, I think Univision originally, a local, mm-hmm. you know, Spanish speaking station. And then we found out about the story, so we did it nationally. But I confronted this guy, this dentist, outside of a McDonald's, because we have to be in a public place. Okay. So I'm in a, a parking lot and he gets in his car. This guy's old at this point. I think mm-hmm. he's like in his sixties. He gets in his car and guns it right at <gasps> my <gasps> cameraman and I. So we both jump out of the way and he grazes me on my hip and you can see me like kind of flying up in slow
2: motion. Oh <laughs> my, <laughs> hair, go my
0: pff- gosh. Pff- my hair's like pff- 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 <laughs> I Pull held on away. to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't drop that mic once. No nasty bruise though. For that's insane. A couple of weeks. I mean, <laughs>
2: well, that was a criminal act he did on camera. Yeah,
1: to get prosecuted for that. So now, and that's the thing. So if I could have, but then we wouldn't have been able to air the story. So uh. all those parents that had this class action lawsuit that wanted to see justice for their mm. children had an opportunity of having a national show profile this guy. Mm -hmm. If I say, Oh, I'm the reporter and you assaulted me and I'm going to press charges. Then now I'm, you know, not objective. Mm -hmm. And so they can't air the story. So we wouldn't have been able to air the story. So they they gave me a choice. They said we're happy to back you up on this, and we'll use you can press charges, and you can use this video. But then we're not going to air the story. So Mm -hmm. the more important thing was to have the story. Isn't that
0: amazing stuff you wouldn't think about that goes into it? Like a lot more goes into it than you know you know, airing these stories. Legal is so important for, you know,
1: we we haven't been successfully sued in 30 years, but people try to sue us. But because our legal team is so careful about what airs, Mm -hmm. you know, they really try to protect us. And it can be frustrating on my side because, you know, I want to say more and do more and show more. And our legal team's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Can't do that. Can't show that because they're protecting
0: the show. Yeah. Which is good
1: when you do the stories, and if they've not criminally been charged
2: yet, but this is, you're getting affidavits or stories from the parents, how are you able
1: to air this without them suing you guys when you just said the legal? I
2: mean, how is it protected?
1: Yeah, so if, if there's a scam and, mm-hmm. and we can show that, you know, there's you somebody's taking advantage, you can expose that. That's, that's what journalism is, right. you know. You don't have to be charged and prosecuted and have paid your, you know, the price in prison mm-hmm. for us to be able to do you can do a story as as you see wrongdoing happen but we can't go and say hey this might have happened or this guy might have done that and you know a lot of the stuff we do we catch on hidden camera we do a lot mm-hmm. of undercover hidden camera stories where you can actually see the scam happening you know in progress yeah, it's amazing and then i'll do you know the unscheduled interview after Which that the in best. the mcdonald's parking lot <laughs> she's right.
0: like hi lisa Guerrero, inside Edition." i'm like oh no did you see the new uh documentary out about mike wallace no the, um, what's it called i want to say it's called get me mike wallace but oh i want to see that it's insane it's exactly what you're talking about mm-hmm. he did the ambush it's all on there the good the bad the ugly you know he had a real phobia about his face his skin mm. i thought he was super sexy in fact chris wallace used to come on the show every friday and i'd be like how's that daddy yours does oh, he get a divorce yet? <laughs> <laughs> like a joke I, like I love <laughs> it. Um, but it's a great documentary and it's exactly this, what you do. Yeah. It's and really very few scary. people do it now because it's, you know, it's legally there's, sensitive. It's expensive like to no have payoff. a
1: unit go around the country. Yeah. You know, I have to have a producer and cameraman and editors. It's, you know, it's, it's tough to do, but. Um, it's so gratifying.
0: I love it so much. I well, love my work. you're so good at it. I love it. Thank you. You're really diverse because you've done the sports thing. You've done the acting thing. You've done the serious thing. You know, you've done Playboy. I I feel like you've done a lot and yet you're still in the game, which is insane. It's so great. I mean, it, and don't you feel lucky because, you know, at our
1: age, you know, the, our shelf life, I'm, I'm, I am know no, I reason. was told this. I'm sure you were 40. told when you were younger. Yeah, you know, get ready. Save your money because you're not going to be on camera. Yeah. But, you know, guys are, you money. know, they're
0: gray and old. And But you know what? You now know. I look at daytime TV. You've got Ellen. She's 59 or six, she's mm-hmm. turned 60. The talk, the view. The talk, they're all over 50. I, I mean, forget 40. Yes. So, you know, I feel like they've changed. Look at Judy Shinling, She is yes. the highest paid woman in television. Judge Judy. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And then Sophia Vergara is number two. And guess what? Forty seven, Latina. Yeah, you right? know,
1: and and you're right, it is changing. It, it because women watch shows and we want to
0: see somebody that we can relate to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you Absolutely. Know. I think if anything, you know, you and I came at a time where that wasn't really the case. That's
2: true. <laughs> you know, we never got to because it seemed like you two, you know, were in the same verticals, but obviously yeah. not the same network. Yeah. How did
0: you two meet? Oh, but I think it was Best Damn Sports Show. Yeah. Because oh. I used to fill yes. in over there or just sometimes they had me as a guest at the beginning. It was Chris Rose and you and we kind of... Through that and Fox Eleven, oh, Fox, and Fox 11. Eleven, and then because we did I was Maxim doing, we yes, were Maxim, yes, yes, and yes, You yes. were the first to be photographed, and you came out of the studio. She looked like a million dollars, and she's like, "Oh, they have a great hair and makeup team." I'm like, obviously. <laughs> and then I went. I felt better about it because you were you were shooting just before me. But you came out during my shoot, and you were so nice. You you were so kind, and I was
1: so nervous and cold because they had me on this big table, like this glass table, and I was <laughs> crawling freezing, around like a big warehouse. It was it was awful. Uh, was, yeah. and you were so sweet. So um, yeah, we did that together. And, yeah. But I did Fox overtime on Fox 11 with Rick Garcia, mm-hmm. and Fox Extra Innings while you were at Fox 11. So I think our past crossed there That's too. That's crazy. At that point. So yeah, always the years. had
0: yeah. That's crazy, 90s. right?
1: And then how did you decide to travel together to go away that Christmas? We got reconnected because KBC, because I went on your show that's exactly as a guest. Right.
0: And we started talking about boobs and Playboy. And yeah, of course we did. Of course. And their heads were like spinning. It's AM <laughs> we radio. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Where is Donald Trump? We need end culture. Where is Donald Trump? <laughs> no one is listening anyway. Uh, we don't see uh, boobies. Where do boobies go? <laughs> we want boobies. So uh, yeah, that's exactly right. That was Re-con- true. We
1: reconnected there. And then we started hanging out more and then mm-hmm. it was like, "Hey, yeah!" And you wanted to do London because of your family connection, yeah. But we were also excited because of the lights and we it's Christmas time. Oh my gosh, It was so not a hill vibe Amazing. and everything. Oh, we did go well, there actually. We when did.
0: we got off the out of the Amazing. cab, we were kind of lost. Like the first five minutes, we're like, "Look at the lights! Where are we? Carnaby Street? Wait, I, let me get my map." This. I don't know, handsome bloke comes on and he's like, are you ladies lost? We're like, whoa, this isn't a movie. Like these young, how many young, really good looking guys came up to us though? So
1: many. And they're and all of them said the same thing. I don't thing. care if
0: they were gay. You must kept. be
1: from California. Everybody knew yeah. that we were not from
0: there. Everybody
1: why. knew. We were we <laughs> <laughs> walking down the street. <laughs> you girls are from
2: California. <laughs> they knew. It was very weird. <laughs> I'm just going to ask did you make out with any of these young men or... Yes. Oh, i I get right to it. This is a, okay, tell us. Because you know the other thing I'll I say? I don't know if I can tell you. Jill and I have traveled a together podcast. a lot. <laughs> no.
1: Okay. G- okay, Jillian's dying right now. Yeah, this is such a juicy see, the thing story. Is Lisa, this so is a good.
2: podcast It will never leave no, this room. So no, just share every story with us.
1: Yes, it please. Is a great story. The only person that can tell this story is Jillian. <laughs> I can back her up. Okay. okay. All right. But so, it's truly Jillian's story we to tell. Don't <laughs> we go into... One. You don't have to tell the whole thing if you don't want to. Oh,
0: I don't I care. won't reveal won't, like, anything. Okay, we go into like, a bar. It's a gay bar. And so I'm like, all right, cool. We're with our so people. So much fun. Right. Such a fun gay bar. We are with our people. And so, of course, we have a couple cocktails. I'm like, yo, to the bar. I'm like, hello, lads, chops. Over here. I'm like, she was in Playboy. They're like, Yah! They're all screaming, going crazy. <laughs> so I'm on my phone showing them the internet. That's her. Those are her boobies. Yeah. That's her. me, meet meet, meet me they're like, "Oh, these are some cool girls. We'll hang out with them." But I'm like, "Ah, oh, good luck, but you're all gay." This one finds the only single in the house, <laughs> the only straight guy. The only straight single at the bar. Well, we thought. And yeah. he's at the bar. <laughs> And he's ordering and then he starts talking to her and buying drinks and blah, blah, blah. And he's good looking. And he he's looks a like a p- punk rocker. My favorite Ooh. band is The Clash. The Clash. Oh. So he
1: looked like
0: and he New was London. like, oh my
1: God, Perfect. I was like, are you a punk rocker? I know. You're, and he was like a hockey player, right? He played hockey. He, yeah, he played hockey. Some hot, hot punk rocker meets LA Kings. I don't
0: know. Yeah, <laughs> it was, like it was it, it, very much. I mean, he stood out. He was good looking and he was straight. Okay, so the night progresses. We go to this uh, late, late bar. Do you remember that one Mm -hmm. with the booths? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And were you guys making out? Yeah. Okay. So they're making out and things are going good, I guess. (laughs) And then uh, they're like, yeah, you want to come back to the hotel? He's like, all right. (laughs) Shit, yeah. Come on. So he comes back to the hotel. Lobby. Lobby. Exactly. It was a lobby
1: bar, like a library lobby. I'm like, I'll make
0: some cocktails. And they have lemons and limes and every single hard liquor drink you could think of and uh anyway so i'm making i don't know what the hell i'm making it was a horrible cocktail he I said it was, horrible. It was horrible how do you even remember we we're all so buzzed <laughs> <laughs> but i think he said i'll take over or something he does okay then he tried to move on you or something and you got mad i don't know something no. happened okay so we're making out everything's great and then he's like i want to go up to your
1: room with you i'm like eh, nope sorry no nope. that's right so i was like okay I don't, I don't remember what exactly happened, but I just remember I'm like asleep with this guy. So I go up to the room and I'm like, okay, night's over for me. I go up and I'm starting to wash my face. And then I hear this pounding on the door. <laughs> it's the dude. I told him to go back up. Jillian tells him to go up to the room.
0: I'm like, she'll love him. <laughs>
1: I open the door thinking it's goes, Jillian, drunk Jillian. Sick. It's not drunk Jillian. It's oh. a hockey player, uh, punk rocker guy. I open the door. She's like, what are you doing? I, and and he's like, I want to come in. I'm like, I don't know you. And I. Try, like, but I, like, I could could be an ass murderer. Season, I'm, like, I'm not better, letting you in my room. Oh, like,
0: you better get up there and get to, I'm Like, oh. go. <laughs> I kicked him out of the room. <laughs> and he walks back, I just,
2: dejected, I, through the lobby, yes, with flipping Jill did. off. <laughs>
0: kind of kind of <laughs> kind of oh my god so then he comes to <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell the G rated version? You can tell the G rated version. <sighs> okay, so he comes back to the to the to the bar and I'm chilling Don't ask what happens next. We're making out. I don't know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Jillian's making out with with <laughs> with, with a clash hockey player guy. Yeah.
2: So you felt bad that Lisa didn't close the deal upstairs, and you're like, "All right, sad." I'll sad. take one for the team. I'll, tell, I'll
1: take one for the team. And <laughs>
0: sad, then, sack. but then this
1: is the funniest part. So, so those guys comes, are going at it. She goes down. I go back. I go back down. No, I, I lost you were my credit be in card. Bed. I know, but I realize as I'm like getting all my stuff together, and the the guy's gone. So I'm thinking he's like gone now. He got in a cab somewhere. So I go down to the front desk. I lost my credit card somewhere around, oh. you know. I guess a long what's was just
0: off to the side of the front desk. The bar, there's the bar, and there's Jillian and this dude making out. So you're gonna make me pee, okay? So then she goes, "What the fuck? Not even mad, but just like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, <laughs> seriously. What were you doing? Okay, so I go upstairs. All right, so- I go
1: back upstairs."
0: Yeah, and I come up and I go, hey, listen, this dude is not worth it. This is bullshit. Oh, yeah. Listen, <laughs> How about me trying to push yeah, him back yeah. up there? Then he comes down, I'm like, I'm sorry, you're dejected. Listen, it's all good. So... <laughs> you're working every angle right She's now. like, wait, what's going on? And I go, who needs that son of a bitch? I turn around, he's standing there He's at our me. room. He's at the room. <laughs> is that the door to our room? I'm like, who cares about that son of a... Oh, he's right there. And... Uh, so he comes into the room. Oh. As Lisa and I are yeah. talking, we're having a conversation... He passes out on the bed. On our bed, we're like, "What? What? Oh God! Oh, and no, he took off his jeans, so he's in his red underwear on our
1: bed. It was your Christmas package, I think.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But so (laughs) then, this is the best part. She's like, "Fuck him! Remember, you go. I'm I'm shit. I'm sleeping in my spot, and I'm like, oh fuck! And I had to sleep on the couch, but he was curled (laughs) up in a coil, and I'm like, fuck you! And I would try to push him out, and then I climbed in. Nothing went on, by the way. Nothing went on, Good but it was God. Really funny. But remember, we st- we were we- so grossed out by him that time. We're like, get him out of the bed. We're like, the sun's coming up. I don't want him in here. I don't. He's passed out. We're talking over him. I'm like, get him the fuck out. Like he's a dead body. She's like, dead weight, dead weight. Then we have to put his pants on. Ew, I'm not touching that. Remember that we're yeah, all- And know, he's sleeping, snoring. Thing. And we're talking about. This is the night we were talking.
1: I think about Fox Sports, and all. sudden, we're having this really serious, heavy conversation, heavy conversation over a with dead with a bo- passed body. out guy in red underwear <laughs> on our bed. That I made out with earlier in the night, and, and Jillian ended up at the up end of the night.
2: <laughs> did wake up and go? Where the hell am I? Who are you? Two? I was so yeah. me
0: to him. I'm like, hi, get, get out. out. She goes, like, literally, <laughs> get out. I was going I was like, oh, good morning. Would anyone like some orange? Get out. Oh, you're very. <laughs> okay. I go. What she said? Yeah, Jill, you're very accommodating. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's very oh
2: accommodating. <laughs> so you two travel really well together. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay, I was worried Where about it? we do because your
0: girlfriend can go away and it can go sideways on oh, you. Oh no, this is no. the best part. We were so mean to him, and then we found out his name and we looked him up on Facebook, and there he is with his wife and kids. <laughs> no, oh yeah, of course he's a pro- he was a professional hockey player. Yeah, oh, of course he's a very bad man. So I was like, I said, oh my god, aren't you glad we like dodged that bullet? And then he tried to follow me on Facebook. <laughs> <I'm> like, no, <laughs> and Jill's like, not. aren't you
2: glad we dodged <laughs> that bullet? I mean, you did, and then I took the bullet right in. <laughs> she took the bullet
0: for me. Then I invited the. <laughs> yeah you didn't shake that's my bullet. favorite we're like yeah fuck that no boy's gonna come between our shit oh god he's right there and then he, he like pushes past me and then goes on he the goes between
2: you all night and oh, then we start talking shit about so him in the funny.
0: morning we're like oh fuck him anyway so blah, blah blah did you order breakfast let's get breakfast aren't we going here today yeah she's like oh when is he gonna leave i'm like i don't know when's he gonna get up we were mean we were mean <laughs> but you know what fuck he him it. he deserved it did
2: he have any morning <laughs> alert wood or anything? oh here was the
0: oh, oh. the morning wood no oh, okay. he did yeah, yeah, not have that he's too he hungover was, yeah, he was in a bad way and by the way you know even if he was going to she wouldn't she would have put the saltpeter on that action she was like yeah hi get the fuck out the salt peter is that, a, <laughs> is that a canadian tomb what is that no it's a thing they put in the guys uh food in the army air force navy and marines you guys don't know this yeah what, what it is takes it? their whole sex drive away salt peter what are you guys choking me right now as my son would say you joking me <laughs>
2: It like a, a, that to me when you told me I had a brother named Barry and I'm like, "Who the hell's Barry? I said, my brother, how dare you? What you? Salt Peter. No, I've never heard of that.
0: Peter's my other brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, saltpeter <laughs> is something you put in food. And so when the, uh, you know, whether they're criminals get that
2: currently just asking as a curious wife,
0: oh. no, no, just kidding, just <laughs> can I sprinkle it on a steak. Here is your pasta. Tonight. How, is, how is it on sushi? Um, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, they do that so the guys don't go too crazy. I have never heard of that. You've heard of it, though, right, Catherine? Thank you. Someone has.
2: One of our producers,
1: if knowledgeable over there. I feel like it's an investigation. (laughs)
0: Lisa, get on it stat. I feel. So you've (laughs) seen some ugly things, though, now at Inside Edition as far as uncovering and... You know, where do you get most of the ideas from? The So stories? we have
1: three great producers, story producers, and we have a senior producer and then an executive producer, a great cameraman and two great story coordinators. So everybody's responsible for constantly pitching ideas. So we're all year long. We pitch hundreds of ideas. We end up shooting about 50. Um, and That's our executive lot. producer, you know, does the green. So he'll like decide what we do. And what if you have a story that you're really
0: passionate about then, and they're not? Then
1: sometimes, you know, if I'm really, and I beg and beg, you know, sometimes I will go, okay, well, you know, why don't you go explore that and see if there's anything there? So they're really, we're a really good team. We work very well together in terms of having, you know, ideas and respecting each other and working together on the road because I'm traveling to... Very small town. Yeah, all over stories the country. Is a together, lot. Yeah. I mean, it's like my brothers. They're they're like my brothers. Every
0: time I see you uh, post a picture on social media, you're in a different destination. You're getting on a plane. You're getting off a plane. You're in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Um, you're chasing bad guys. And these aren't guys. Ritz-Carltons.
1: I mean, yeah. we're not staying. And I don't no. fly first class. And I don't have a private jet. You know, it's yeah. coach. And it's you Did know, you see, the
0: by the way, the private jet one she did? It's probably my favorite. Oh, Kenneth Copeland. It, Kenneth Copeland. It went viral. She interviewed a pastor who has some planes, and she was like, hi, pastor, what a, blah, blah, He had made a comment that people that fly coach are demons and he doesn't want to fly with them. He said that.
2: Okay. And what? That's what he said. That's what was he the said.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's all of his donors. That's all of his yeah. parishioners. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the people that donate to him are poor,
1: are minorities, are senior citizens. So she was
0: like, hi, how much did you pay for this plane? And he goes, he, you have to look it up on the internet. It went Went viral because he started to lose, it was like he was like, meh, 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 like he was going to explode. First
1: he's Point, pointing at me girly, and screaming at me girly. and then he's flirting
0: with then me. Then he goes, you got real pretty eyes. Like, then creepy. He's trying right. over Every me, he's grabbing tactic. my hand and
1: praying over me and he was trying to distract me from my Questions. initial question, which was, aren't you taking donors' dollars and living this luxurious lifestyle and buying private jets? And is it true that you think people that fly commercial are
0: demons? And so she kept on him, kept on him, and he was very flustered. He had moments where he wouldn't speak. That was crazy. She asks a question, and instead of going back, she lets him sit there, and there's this awkward silence for the. I loved it.
1: I loved. <laughs> there was. It was. It was, it was one awkward. of the most
0: crazy interviews. It, it was awkward. It was, it was hilarious. Everything. It was interesting. But you got so much good Revealing. press. People were saying. Good. for This is how you do an interview. I don't know if you saw that. People were saying, this is how an interview is done. Take notice when you're interviewing politicians. Hold their feet to the fire. Oh, I have pretty eyes. I do. Like, just because she's good looking, you think she's going to fall. But those old white dudes think that way. I mean, it's just the way it is. And this guy bought, she goes, oh, you bought Tyler Perry's plane. How much? And he goes, that is none of your business, girly. Like, he got cuckoo. Oh, he's crazy. He goes, it, really? It's not even, I got a good deal. Like, that's going to make it yeah, better. honestly, Google <laughs> Kenneth Copeland
1: Inside Edition or Kenneth Copeland Lisa Guerrero. Oh, oh, it's and great. watch the
0: full length. It's 11 minutes,
1: but it's it's time well spent. It is <laughs> so, doing it tonight. <laughs> it is so entertaining.
0: And I kept saying to her, oh, my God, you're on Good Morning America's talking about you. You're on, like, I would get all these, you know, variety. And you were everywhere, Huffington Post, uh, Chicago Tribune. I, I, it was like crazy, but Where they're were like, you? Oh my God, a good interview. Who, who, who knew? Where do you Thank think you. that
2: comes from? Just to have sort of the bravery, the gumption, the strength to be able to go into these situations, even all the way to best damn sports Show. you being one of the first women there. They're going to ask hard questions. And yeah. now you hear traveling all over the United States going into dangerous investigative situations and putting yourself in jeopardy at times. I mean, hit by a car a gun pulled on you that's insane where where do you think that came from in you
1: you know I think having been raised by a dad a single dad that raised Mm -hmm. me not like a boy or a girl should be raised just looking at me saying what do you want to do when you grow up I I wanted to be a quarterback for a long time because I love Dan Fouts and my dad never told me oh girls aren't quarterbacks he's like okay let's go practice in the backyard so I just have an, an incredible father And I know 100% that the reason that I've been able to be successful at these things is just because he told me, of course you're going to be.
0: Well, so,
2: you know, obviously he's a great guy. Well, it's just interesting because I think, you know, Jillian, now you're a single mom. Mm -hmm. It's hard to navigate these waters. Mm -hmm. And you don't know what your kid's going to turn out to be or what their passion's going to be. So, in some ways, you don't want them to go off on a million tangents. But at the same time, You know we we've done interviews where someone talks about their childhood they were making movies as a kid and now they're very successful movie director Mm -hmm. well some parents have been like no i'd rather have you in baseball i'd rather have you playing sports my son my god i would love to play sports just to have a physical activity not into it at all my husband was the coach on every team it was like a nightmare i mean the last game of the season for the basketball season I looked over and my husband's like, almost like coach Wooden, like the whole team's around him. He's got the, you know, he's got his clipboard. He's giving them, and I'm like, where is Ethan? Where is he? And I look over, he's talking to the announcer, like chatting him up. Couldn't oh, have paid... Maybe that's what he'll <laughs> oh, do. He's be a broadcaster. And I'm across there <laughs> like going, get over to your dad. Who is the coach? He's the, you're the only reason why he's here. So the best thing you do is not force your agenda on your kid. And then your dad back then, when there probably wasn't the parenting guides and all the podcasts and all the blogs about parenting, that he just knew that instinctually
1: is amazing. Yeah, he did. It was it was really. And then when my mom died, he put me in grief therapy. Um, it was, back it then? was it was it was yes back then, but it was wow. theater therapy in San Diego. The Old Globe Theater had oh, a children's wow. therapy program, and so you act out your grief in scenes, oh. and you learn through you know acting. Uh, exercises how to channel your your grief your negativity your uncertainty and so when I was eight I learned how to deal with that through art and through you know through acting and my brother he put my brother in music therapy and my brother ended up being a musician too
0: we haven't even talked about her art she's an artist too you both are that's incredible well she makes these amazing well you have a book out I mean she takes old Costume jewelry or pieces of like brooches. In fact, we went to Portobello Road, the market. That <gasps> was fun. That was so much fun. And so she'll pick out. They could be old brooches, stones, what have you, and she gets them from all over the world. And then she does themes and she makes napkin rings out of them. And it's called Joy That's for Your Table. Joy for Your Table. Yeah. And and so it's all all the seasons and all of the different things we celebrate. But anyway, so she makes these. Then she makes these incredible mosaics in her backyard, or she has like this art shop. And where she literally does cement mosaics, like you—you have one over your fireplace outside. That's insane. Thank you. Yeah, I, beautiful. I think that we all have an inner artist, but if you have a very stressful job
1: or if your family life is very stressful, you need an artistic outlet. You just do. You have to have one. You have to find it. And and Jillian's found hers. And I just think
0: that it gives you balance. Mm-hmm. I agree. Your stuff is really okay. So she has this back walkway that goes from the front of her house to the back and it's a winding path. So she does these tiles and they're all personal. Like they, they tell a story of your life. Yeah. So I do little mosaics. So she does the mosaics within the Mexican pavers. And so it looks really great. And um, some of the things that you do, some of them are, you love the Dodgers. So you had some Dodger stuff. You've had Dia de los Muertos is a
1: big theme, mm-hmm, so yeah. I have a lot of you know skulls and animals, birds. Both my dogs, I did in mosaic. Yeah. Cupcake and Twinkie, they're really good. Will forever live out in my mosaic yeah. patio. But um, I try to, I try to make things that I make personal. And mosaics is an interesting type of art form because it can last for decades and you can walk on it, you can touch it. You can, you know, mm-hmm. if it's done right, it'll last hundreds of years because oh, wow. it's Easy. grouted and sealed. You know, it's it's made out of glass and ceramic and stone. And then you, you know, you attach it to a backboard and you grout it and you seal it and it can be used forever if it's done right. There are mosaics still in, in Greece and, you know, in Italy that have, have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years oh wow so it's something you can leave behind that you can actually touch and use so the
0: people that buy that house that you live yeah. in, they all <laughs> have quite a story. Do you like this? I if think not, I'm, I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> yeah. Now the good thing is that you've got family here. You're gonna visit your dad, spend some time with him. And did he
2: ever remarry?
0: Because he, he did. Sound, oh, good. Because yeah. he's not like an amazing guy. Yes, yeah. he did. He got remarried to Pam, who's a
1: great stepmom. They got married when I was already out of high school. He waited till we oh, got you know 18. out of high school. Mm. I was I was actually I think their first date was a Rams game to see me cheer. So I was 19 or 20 okay. on their first date. And oh, so they've been wow. married since then. And you get along great with her. You always love speak her. so she's highly great. of her. So kind. Gerontologist. So as my dad's a social worker. She's a gerontologist. So it's she perfect, works big, with older people. They and then she people was back. a big grant writer for nonprofits.
0: Yeah. And so what else is next for you? Do you think that you would... I need to find a man, sister. Oh, okay. I was going to say to you, well, I know you'll date again. <laughs> Will you marry again? I would
1: marry again. Yeah. I know that that's not something that you no. would want to do. I, I, you know, we've talked about this before. I like being a teammate. And I like feeling like I, I do have do too, but I just somebody. don't like when they
0: get traded or, you know, <laughs> like they go treated. on waivers. <laughs> what? They go on waivers they and stuff. And it's like, I don't understand what's happening. Or you're like, oh, I should have, oh, damn it. I knew I should have signed with that other team. But um, but you uh-huh. say,
2: I remember when you, because I knew you with your first husband and then the crazy dating years, and you kind of even said then that you didn't think you'd ever have kids. You didn't think you'd ever get married again. And then I did. And I know, then I introduced did, you yeah. to your husband. Yep. But, and then
0: that'll change. But... And I will never get married again.
1: Really? I mean, no, you...
0: come on, you know.
1: Well, I don't know marriage. Too much, I, I, I bet you will. Oh, I no, think no, no, you're no. going to find no, love
2: again. Bite really? your you, Well, you're not going to go through the stress. Like the next person you marry, most likely, you're not going to have kids.
0: You're <sighs> right. not going to have parents together. It'll it be, should be
2: nothing but pleasure. Fun. And oh, please.
0: fun. I'm always used to taking care of the men in my life and being the single mom. I'm over it. Change.
2: I always say this: like you have to change that expectation. It's like you can look at like either you really want an equal partner. Yeah. Or you want someone that's going to take care of you, and not—we're not talking financially so much because I know your big thing was emotional. Mm-hmm, right. So to me, it's like you have to almost be like that is the expectation I'm going out with, and mm-hmm. if someone
0: can't meet that, then just no second date, basically. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Because that doesn't affect me at all because I don't date. <laughs> I know you got to get back out there eventually. <laughs> you, do. you do. I don't know. If, like I said, I found a great guy for you. Can I set you up on a date? Would you go? No. What? Probably not. I mean, I, I like. Put it on the universe. Yes. yes, yes, you will. Yes, yes, you will. Yes. But anyway, you. you want to get married. Your your experience with marriage, by and large, was it was not traumatic. It wasn't. You were like, okay, it, it did not end like I thought it was going to. Right. But it's 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 a lesson, and I'm moving on. And I would get married again because you like the idea of being on a team. I do. I, I somebody having your
1: back. Yeah, I like that. And I, you know, I'm a no drama person. I just like to, you know, wake up in the morning. I wake up happy and. I have a job that I love, friends that I love, family that I love. I'd like to have, yeah, you're you know, really share it with somebody mm-hmm. that is also hopefully accomplished and normal and could pick up the check. That'd be good. Because I had a young boyfriend for a minute and mm-hmm. um, it just, just don't. That didn't work out. Yeah. So I, I'm looking for somebody that has his own thing, you know, has his own life mm-hmm. and that we could just share that together. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a life, you have a life that would be and nice. let's go wine tasting in Napa next weekend. That's what I would like. That would, would be like. your
0: ideal. Yeah,
1: that would be ideal and he also has to be great looking.
0: Of course. <laughs> and
1: should be tall. So. And do you
0: have an age limit on it? Or are you? Um, okay, so my going thing is now?
1: if you're not young enough to be my son or old enough to be my father, then you're fair game. Okay. As long as we
0: couldn't be related. Oh,
1: so that's, like that's, a, actually that's probably huge. like a 16 year swing each yes, way.
0: Uh, that's actually a pretty interesting motto. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I usually date younger guys. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because they're hot. Right. Well, both my ex-husbands are younger. They are. Uh, I mean, my ex ex is younger too. And what comes with that, it can be a certain, I'm not saying this about our exes, but what comes with a younger man could be a certain level of immaturity that we're just over, don't have time for anymore.
1: Right. But now I'm at the age where I think like, yeah, you could be like my age-ish It'd be probably perfect. Ish on the end of that. (laughs) That's the ish.
0: You're like, okay, that's good. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, Lisa Guerrero, I love you so much. Thank you. I love you back. And I'm so glad that you came to share because we have so much in common, but I think it's important to put the female perspective out there, the women that have been there since the beginning, and to know that, you know, we are friends and there's no cattiness. If anything, there's a lot of drama going on on the boys' side of town.
1: All right. But we love each other. And I love you. And I love that you're doing this podcast. I can't wait to hear all of of them I can't wait
0: and we will tell you where you can find Lisa one of her many jobs uh, artwork and you've got the cheerleading for the love of God I'm <laughs> like geez look at the back bend and then you've got you look at her doing the splits I mean men, she can, can see a... splits oh, I mean yeah, that's impressive just, <laughs> that should don't, don't oversell bio. me Liz. don't oversell okay. 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 and, and then all of her pictures go see them you see her with her aquanet hair in the 80s and it was blonde and then you yes. can see her beautiful playboy and you can see your gorgeous inside edition pieces which I love when you chase these bad Guys, oh, I'm like, you wouldn't be running for her if you saw her playboy, <laughs> you wouldn't be running away or trying to run her over. Oh anyway, love God. you, Lisa. I love you so much. <laughs>